Pastor Angie Kotzmoyer, welcome to Sermon Light. How many of you have heard of Julian of Norwich? She was an English uh, Christian mystic of the Middle Ages. And so a Christian mystic is someone who, for religious reasons, secludes themselves uh, from secular society as a way to lead a prayerful life. She's often known for the phrase, all shall be well or all will be well. It's interesting that she is known for this phrase, if you know anything about her life. During her lifetime, her English city of Norwich suffered the devastating effects of the Black Death from 1348 to 1350. The Black Death was a bubonic plague pandemic. The first case uh, in England was documented on, in June of 1348, and by the summer of 1349, it covered the entire country. The Black Death killed 40 to 60% of the population. Can you imagine living during that time as Julian did and watching half of your city pass away? Not only is that heartbreaking and terrifying, but it, was, it has long-term effects for the society. In fact, the Peasants' Revolt of 1381 was a major uprising across large parts of England, and one of the main causes of this revolt was the socioeconomic and political tensions that were generated by the Black Death pandemic. There were also high taxes because of the conflict with France during the Hundred Years' War, and the rebels, they were fighting for lower taxes and fighting to end the system of the unfree labor, and they wanted the removal of the king's senior officials and law courts. The rebels were tired of being stomped on. This uprising caused lots of violence and riots and destruction and fires, and the rebels would kill anyone that they came in contact with that were part of the royal government. And on top of this, all of this, the plague, war, the peasants' revolt, there was also climate disasters. There were floods and famines and that no one had seen before. Julian lived during a time where every possible sphere of life was under intense assault. Religious spheres, environmental, political, all parts of life were being beat down. Now, I don't know about you, but as I was researching and learning about Julian of Norwich this week and learning about all the things happening during her lifetime, I couldn't help but think, am I reading about 2020? We seem to be experiencing similar circumstances to what was happening in the late 1300s. Life is messy, life is hard, and perhaps all will be well. Did some of you just scoff or laugh at me or shake your head? Yeah, sure, Pastor, all will be well. Why in the world would Julian say that? And why are you saying that to us now? Well, it's been researched that humans, our brains, we have a negativity bias. How many of you remember the negative comments and encounters that you have with friends or family, coworkers, or strangers? Do you remember those negative comments way more easily than the positive ones? I know I do. And it takes about a million more positive comments to forget that one negative, doesn't it? Well, this is evolutionary. 
It's our brain's way of keeping us safe and avoiding what we perceive as negative or harmful or unsafe. Now, yes, our negativity bias can help keep us safe and perhaps help us to be more resilient through hard times. But another thing that our negativity bias can do is to make us feel completely miserable. And it can inhabit our ability to be in relationship with one another and with God. Psalm 16, 7 through 11. I praise God who guides me even at night. My heart teaches me. I'm always aware of your presence. You are right by my side and nothing can shake me. My heart is happy and my tongue sings for joy. I feel completely safe with you because you won't abandon me to the grave. You won't let your loved ones see decay. You see me. You show me the path to life. Your presence fills me with joy. Beautiful things are always in your right hand. I'm always aware of your presence. You are right by my side. And nothing can shake me. What faith this psalmist had. What faith. In the midst of pain and injustice and suffering and longing, we too easily forget, too easily forget who is right beside us always. We are so stressed and pressed that we can't look beyond our own emotions to see and feel God with us. Our to-do lists are too long and the world keeps changing and, and we can't slow down because we don't have the time to catch up. Suffering. Suffering is a part of being human. But what makes suffering so soul-destroying is our forgetfulness that God is with us. When Julian of Norwich said, all will be well, she's not saying that terrible things and suffering aren't happening around her or around us right now and that they don't matter. You see, for a long time, the common way of the church with a capital C talked about suffering and natural disasters and bad things happening as God is angry at us and we are being punished. These things are happening for our punishment. And there are churches that still preach that theology. And so Julian was saying, all will be well. That was a statement against the type of destructive theology that was taught and continues to be taught. The great insight of Julian was saying that actually that's not true. These things are part of our experience. All of life that we're going through right now, the hills and the valleys are part of our experience. And the deepest truth is that God loves us. As the psalmist says, I feel completely safe with you because you won't abandon me to the grave. You show me the path to life. Your presence fills me with joy. All will be well when we heal our wounds of forgetfulness with God. When we remember that God is always good all the time and all the time God is good. One of my favorite gospel songs called You Are Good really helps to remind us of God's goodness. When you hear it, you just want to dance. So there's an article written by Discipleship Ministries of the United Methodist Church, and in this article, they talk about the, the, the writer of the song, Israel. And he wrote this song in in 2001, and what they say is Israel is a biracial man and was immersed in racial tension from a young age. 
even being physically shoved by his maternal grandfather for being black. Reflecting on the difficulties of his race, religious, and cultural identities, Israel notes that when you read Psalm 139, it throws out all the I'm here accidentally stuff that I believed for so long. I felt like an accident, he says. I felt like a mistake. But when you understand I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, I'm skillfully crafted, how precious are your thoughts towards me, how marvelous are your works, when you start considering all of that and going, okay, I didn't just sneak into the earth. I was crafted for something great. The more I dwell on that, the more I meditate on that, the more I share that with people who want to hear it, the better I feel about why I'm here. The song, You Are Good, talks about God's goodness and our human response to worship God because of God's goodness. Listen to these lyrics. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are, and you are good. Sometimes we just have to be reminded of God's goodness when we are suffering. Sometimes we just need to stop and let God's grace heal our forgetful souls. Sometimes we just need to worship God. Not the corporate worship where you come and listen to me give an inspiring word, but that heart worship. What is that for you? My heart worship, my true heart worship, is singing and dancing and clapping to my favorite gospel songs, letting my soul talk to God through the music. I think that's why I love the song, You Are Good, so much, because it speaks the truth to my soul about God. And I forget how much I need that heart worship. I forget that I need that heart worship. I haven't sung and danced and clapped in months. Well, because the church buildings are closed. You hear that excuse that just came out of my mouth? The church in worship was never the building or the Sunday morning. The church is the people and the worship is what you do to connect to God. So what are you going to do this week? What's your heart worship going to be this week? That heart worship that reminds you that all is well, that God is good and that God is with you, that you can get through this pain. Let your heart worship speak through your soul to God this week. Do it, friends, and you will be so glad that you did. Amen. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are, and you are good.